Hi, my name is Gabe Arnold. I'm the founder and CEO of Business Marketing Engine. And today we're going to talk about on the show is why your team is not following through for you and how you can fix that. Um, there's some pretty clear steps that I've learned over the years. I've definitely made a mistake, uh, many mistakes over the years, and it's led to lack of team follow through. But instead, with this process we're going to talk about on the show today, you'll be able to eliminate that and truly set the example of how to follow through consistently so your team grows and your company grows and you serve your customers at the highest level. So stay tuned and we'll break this down. When I hear business owners, entrepreneurs, um, any leaders complain about lack of team follow through, um, the first thing that comes to mind, um, I don't always say this immediately because I want to help people through and think through what's going on. But the first thing that always comes to mind for me is like, well, you have a leadership deficit, which we talked about yesterday. If you don't have performance from your team, that falls on you as the leader. It doesn't matter if there's another manager or leader leading that part of the company. Ultimately, it's your responsibility to make sure that your team as a whole is productive and successful, and that is yours to own. And so when I have experienced over the years, um, follow through not happening, things not, you know, things not working out, the team not following through, um, I used to think and say, oh, it's, you know, it's their fault or they screwed up or, you know, I can't believe I hired the wrong person or anything like that. Um, yes, there are times where we hire the wrong person and things are not, you know, a good fit. That does happen. But more often than that, in my experience, it actually comes down to a couple of things we need to change in how we operate. The first thing that needs to change is actually uh, our communication, because if we're not clear in our communication, then we're not going to get the results that we want. And it's really easy to be in a rush. It's really easy to make assumptions um, that everybody knows what you know. It's just easy to assume things. And that ends up creating lack of clarity and communication. And when there's confusion, people are not going to make the right decisions and they're not going to get the right results for you. And they're not going to understand what they're supposed to be doing. One resource that I'll share with you uh, around clear communication is the book I wrote called Atomic Words. Um, it talks about how to cut through the noise and really have impactful communication. So I would encourage you to check that out. It's on Amazon, or you can go over to atomicwords.com if you'd like to get the free bonuses and resources um, as a part of the, the book there, you can go there. Um, but when we take time to clearly communicate the results, the expectations, the things that we want, it takes us a little bit longer to do that, but we save infinite amounts of time when we have clarity around what we're asking for, clarity in the directives, clarity in the plan. And so the, that's really key. A foundational step is if your team is not following through, then you're not communicating clearly what to do and or you're not communicating why they need to do it. That's been a big learning uh, lesson for me this year is that I don't um, in the past, I was not spending enough time clearly explaining the why, the reasoning behind what we need to do. And that led to shortfalls in performance, because if you don't know why, you'll make wrong micro level decisions, or you may not have the motivation or follow through because you don't know why it matters. So clarity of steps to take, clarity of communication is key, and also clarity around the why, why are we doing this? The second part of getting your team to follow through and to fix you know, that performance is to actually have side-by-side -side, you know, service to them and training. And what I mean by that is if you hand somebody to something and you see that they don't have the ability to follow through, even if you've already clearly communicated the steps and clearly communicated the why, then 
you may not have provided the right training, or this person may not have done it the way that you do it, even if they did similar work in the past. So the simplest way to jump in and solve that is take time. I always recommend, even if you're in person with somebody, video recording it so you, they have it for a reference. But if you're a virtual team or you're able to do it over a video call, then you can record what you're doing. You can walk through the process um, or, of course, do it in person and document what you're doing. And that way they see how you do it. They see it step by step and you can demonstrate how to follow through, how to solve things, how to fix things. And after doing that a handful of times, when you're leading the way, then you can shift gears and say, I'm going to have you lead the way, do the tasks and do the work. And this time or the next few times, I'm just going to observe and give you feedback. And then after you've gone through that process, you can then say, okay, I think you have this mastered. I'm going to turn it over to you to own, but I'll check in once a month or every couple of months or once a week, whatever feels appropriate for the work and for the team members skill level, check in and give feedback and evaluation, but remind them I've walked you through how to do this. We've communicated clearly about the results, the steps and the why behind it. And now you're going to own it and I'm going to support you. When we take that approach and when we understand and really take full ownership of the fact that if our team's not performing, it's our fault. And that's good news because we can solve it. That's when we're really able to serve at a higher level, give better training and support and make sure that our team actually has what they need to be successful. So remember, if things aren't working, it's on you. You need to take ownership of that. Step back and truly look with a fresh set of eyes. Did I clearly communicate about it? And do they understand why? Then schedule time, make it important. Show your team that you are really invested and you are there to make them successful. Schedule time to walk them through it and do the work with them or give them guidance and support or bring in somebody that can guide them and support them and make sure that there's an actual process of training first, then partial handover where there's a lot of support and then full handoff where you empower that team member to do the role that they're here to do and ultimately help you grow your company. The last thing that I'll say about this is that <clears throat> if you are still a solopreneur and you don't have the support that you need around you, you're gonna be stuck and you're ultimately gonna hit a ceiling very quickly. But as soon as you're willing to experiment and take that step and take that, you know, that investment of time and money and bring in an assistant or an executive assistant or your first team member, that's when you truly learn to become an entrepreneur. It's when you learn to lead and delegate. It's hard, it's not easy to learn that new skill. But if you're at that point where you're busy, but you don't feel like you can grow and you're still running a very small business or you're doing things on your own, now is the time to consider, should I get a virtual assistant? Should I have an in-person assistant? Should I have an EA? Should I get somebody to take over scheduling or this part of production or what can I hand off? Because when we do that, that's when we start to scale our company. My business never started scaling until I hired my first assistant. And after that, I had to learn the skills to manage them but ultimately they help me produce more great work for our clients and help the company grow. So it's great consideration if you haven't done that yet. If you need any support, if you don't know how to walk through this process, please reach out. I can share resources that we have and any support that you need. You can reach us at businessmarketingengine.com or you can comment down below or shoot me a message. I appreciate you taking time to tune in today and tomorrow on the episode, we're gonna talk about the most overlooked thing that entrepreneurs miss and how it can help you. It's something that's super hard, even when you're established in business. It's also um, can be difficult when you're just starting out. But I'm going to talk to you about this overlooked opportunity that you have. So make sure you tune in and we'll see you on tomorrow's episode.